Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with... Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe Les. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. Yeah, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Holy hell, here we are. We're cooking, we're queer, and we're gay, and Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve, whatever that means. And uh, we're in the, the apartment. I know we all hate the apartment, but we're here. Yeah, we're here, and I changed seats. Yes, Joe's mixing and matching. I'm in a different seat. I don't care for the seat. There's no uh, armrests. Oh, it's a yeah. little low on the back. That I got- chair, bitch to find. What do you mean? Well, I needed a chair right to here. fit in that tiny desk, uh, and there's a lot of arms out there on, on swivel office chairs. I had to really get specific. Yeah, you can't get an arm if it goes under the desk. The uh, arm is... Yeah, I like an under. Yeah, but the, the no arms is tough, and also there's no thing between us. No thing. Uh, I guess that's how they came up with the term nothing. They just no sw- thing? No thing, wow. and they just mushed it together that. and said nothing. I never thought of that. There is no thing between us, so it feels a little weird, because... Recently, in recent episodes, years, months, we've been sitting next to each other, oh, facing yeah. the same direction, so i got to kind of tilt my neck. So now I'm just sitting here. But it feels weird to not have anything. It feels like I'm at the dentist. I mean, not the dentist. Who's the guy? Therapist. Therapy. What about a therapy dentist? There's a lot between us, I'll tell you that. Me and my therapist. Ah. Yeah. I went there yesterday. How's that going? Because I haven't been in months, and I'm feeling pretty all right. Oh well, it's going good. But I gotta. I here's the thing. I gotta really get in there with that the parents. I gotta like uh-huh. confront and get in there because it's. Uh, here's the thing. I, I got rid of my anxiety. The anxiety. Come not on, that I got rid of it. Get out of here. I've curbed it with like I'm not so neurotic. I don't yes. have people looking at my teeth. I'm not going. Do you have rib cancer? Have you ever had rib? Do you guys have rib pain? Where I'd just be asking strangers on the street if they have asshole pain. We're all grateful for the less. Asshole pain question. All right, that hurts. I knew it was out <laughs> there. They were a pain in our asshole. Uh, so I've gotten that curve. I'm not having panic attacks from falling on the floor, shaking and throwing up and shit. Yeah. But I realize I've come to the real. Today's mental health day as we're recording. Is that by the right? way. Yeah. Oh, and well, we got so, a day for everything. So we sure do. I thought it was Monday. A day and a gay for everyone. Oh well, where's mine? So <laughs> right here, baby. <laughs> um, so, anyways. I've realized I've, I've curbed all the neurosis and the anxiety. Curbed. It's still there, of course. Good show. But it was covering up for sadness. Now ah. I'm feeling the actual feelings. That was replaced. I didn't want to feel the sadness Is and that depression. What that was? So I was going, hey, look at this. It's a way to get attention. Does anyone have this? Look at my head. Dad, oh, look at my eye. Does my eyeball look weird? Is it shaking? Yes. Do you get an eye thing? My ears are ringing. Are your ears ringing? All that stuff. That's just covering the feeling. I don't want to feel the feeling of just sadness. I'm a sad, sad man. So I gotta now. I have to go and call my parents and be like, "It made me sad." Wow. So I think I, I have the same thing as you, but I covered it differently. I didn't go with the ears ringing or the ball pain. I went with you know, I don't know, love me and pay attention to me and let me win you over and please don't hate me. All the same stuff. Same I mean, stuff. it's the same same action. So now I'm just feeling sad. I'm walking around feeling sad. And the other day I had a full breakdown with my wife. She was like, "You feel sad." Because I didn't really gut in there and let it all come out. And I was like, ooh, 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 like crying really? like a little bitch. Wait, you cried? Oh, I cried. Good for you. I'm not a crier, you know, so I really let it fly. I mean, I'll cry at a movie or if I sit on my balls or whatever. Sure. But uh, I really 
let it have. I mean, I really fucking diarrhea cry wow. when it's coming out all the eye holes. You and sobbed. I was like, yes, I sobbed. Uh-huh. SOB. Wow. So I feel pretty good about that. But now, I, you know, you got to call and it's hard to get into those convos with your parents. Oh, I can't. I, I'm, oh, God, I can't even imagine. I'm impressed that you can even broach it. I kind of broach, but every that's all my therapy is. Cockbrook. Is my therapist being like, well, you got to talk to your parents. I'm like, I know, fuck. I haven't I, done it. He's been telling me that for years and I, I refuse. I just can't. I, I'll be on the plane to Thanksgiving. This is four years in a row and I go, this is the one, baby. I'm Same doing here. A, a big Super Bowl of sadness and therapy and gay and I can't do it. Same here. It's so hard to get it going and you're like, he's like, what are you afraid of? And that, that's a whole other thing. But Just the feeling of how awkward it's going to be exactly, is the worst part. Exactly. But he's like, but it's to grow. It's not confronting. It's going to make a deeper relationship. Yeah. Please tell me we're recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just oh, making God. sure all the levels were gay all right well anyway so i now i'm feeling feelings i'm feeling the sad i'm understanding i'm a sad guy of a sad childhood and all that pain is there so it helps and now if you have things you're like oh that's anxiety and that's you can direct the thoughts to like this is because of that yeah as opposed to just this mysterious i'm fucking i'm, I'm cursed uh-huh which is what I always felt before. It's Curse like, oh, it's because of this. Is a form of narcissism in a way. Oh, it's me. I'm cursed. It's all on me. The world's coming down on me. You know? Right. Uh, shit, I had a thing, and then I went by. Uh, can I say there's a, you talk about the attention. I've been by my whole life. I think that's a big uh, internet thing. These people, I'm outraged, and I'm pissed, and this bothered me, and I'm offended. That's all attention, too. Oh, of course. That's, of, of course. That's yeah. exactly what that is. Internet trolls are that. Nice to hear from you guys. Mm. The internet trolls are that, and like all those, a lot of that social justice work. Yes. First of all, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm for a lot of this social justice, sure. but this like fucking internet thing, I'm outraged. I saw this guy yeah. in my bathroom, and this guy was. A lot of that is just, they're just sad or hurting in some way, right. I think. I'm not I, an expert. I, I would bet my life on it, and then everybody goes, you're so brave, you're so strong, good for you, thanks for telling us, we're behind you. That's just more of them going, all right, it's coming in, it's like the slot machine, ching, 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 right. ching, it's working. And to be specific, we're talking about people that are like, I went to a comedy show and this guy said this. Yeah. Not the people, people have been assaulted and abused, that's good for you, get the power back. I'm pro the movement, I'm woke, Mark. You're woke. I'm woke, but it's these people that are like, I uh, I went to a movie and there was only three Asian extras and I uh, want this movie shut down and yeah. fucking those people are just trying to get the, uh, the I was attention Peter or something. Rabbit and they threw blueberries at the kids, yes, which is exactly because I'm a vegetarian and I have fat shame and I'm yeah, shut up, blow yeah, me. That one, they're 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 hurting. I think a lot of people on the internet. I think the people that feel the need to reach out and be like, I'm no longer listening to your show because you're they're hurting. <laughs> I think they're, they're in pain. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Normal people go, oh, I don't care for that program. I don't watch it anymore. And it's like we said, usually when you go, you write to them, go, what's your problem, man? What's going on? They go, ah, I'm sorry. My dad's a douche. Yeah, exactly. So it's all, the internet is wonderful, but very dangerous and shit. I'm trying to stay away from it as much as possible. Yeah. It's, it's an amazing thing, but with amazing things comes jizz. Yes. With great power comes great responsibility. Uh, Spider-Man. Yeah, some Uncle other. Ben. Yeah, some other. I think that must have been a quote before that, though. Great that race. can't just be a Peter Parker original. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I'll tell you, I was on a plane the other day, and the guy next. I have a joke about this. The guy next to me was watching. I don't know even know what it is. Fantastic Four or yeah. the Justice League. Who can keep up. One of the Marvel ones where they're all in it. But I'll tell you, I was looking. I was like, that actually seems pretty fun. 
But he's what Spider Man was swinging on the bridge, and then like Iron Man came out. They were all shooting each other. I'm like, maybe I'm too cynical. That looks kind of enjoyable. Maybe that's Super Friends or the Avengers. I don't know. But well, maybe it's the Avengers because they all come together. It's like a, it's like a team thing. But I thought the Avengers was one group. Ah. It's like a thing, like the Incredibles. Incredibles. That's the ones that's retired, I heard. Retired? How old are they? The Incredibles is about... I overheard a guy explaining this the other day. The <laughs> Incredibles is about a superhero that is now retired and has a kid, which is ah. a pretty good premise. And I remember being like, oh, that's pretty good. Oh, I think I'm, sometimes good. I'm too closed-minded on these things. I'm like, yes. that actually sounds pretty funny. That is good. That's the cartoon. Yes. It's an old superhero. Him and his wife are, were superheroes. Oh, they're fucking. I believe. That's good sex. Superhero fuck? I wouldn't know. I mean, I the opposite. <laughs> well, you got a little Robin in you. <laughs> um, do I feel Robin? I'm, I'm the Flash. I don't want to be. Uh, early. <laughs> I don't want to be Robin. The Cradle, maybe. She is. Robin Hood. 40. You got a hood. Um, Doral hood. Hood is good or bad? I think I don't have a hood. I thought you're, the hood was when you don't have it cut. You're, yeah, yeah. I was joking. Oh, so I got no hood. You got no hood. Well, don't wife, put that out there. What if I get divorced? Your wife is a hood. Oh, that's the clit? Yeah, clitoral hood. Like oh. a little racist, as David Tell would say. Oh, no kidding. All right, well, I don't know he where we are kidding. anymore. Anyways, I might try to watch something, but I'll just tell you this real quick. My stories involve movies, and I don't know what anyone wants to hear about, but I went and saw this movie. I've seen a couple of real clunker, stinker. Yeah. The Old Man and the Gun. Well, you know my feelings on Robert Redford. Oh, uh, you hate the red. He stinks. And I'll tell you who else is on board. Louis, one Louis C.K. Oh, yeah? The group is expanding of people that understand that Robert Redford stinks. And here's the group I so just, far. I'd be happy to join, have you? I'd love to join. I mean, he's handsome. He's that's very a, handsome. A, he's got a great head of hair for being 91. Listen to this lineup. We were talking about it last night at the cellar. Me, Louis, Colin Quinn, Nick DiPaolo. That's some pretty good company. Wow. The people that all individually have brought up that that guy stinks. All Most right. overrated actor. Well, let's see. Uh, what about, didn't he direct The River Runs Through It? He's directed some movies. He directed Reds. I think we might have gone through the movies he's been in already. I don't okay. want to get into reruns here. But I'm talking about directing. Yes, he directed... I think he's a solid director. Ordinary People. Yeah, there you go. I think Reds, and then uh, maybe River Runs Through It. I don't know. I think he did direct a River Run. But we're talking acting. Okay, I don't know about his acting. Ronald Reagan, the actor? Um, but anyways, <laughs> he stinks. So we went and saw this movie just because sometimes you're bored, you want to see a movie. Sure. And it's uh, The Old Man and the Gun, and it should be called Hand Me a Gun and Stick It in My Asshole and Blow My Tits Off. Really? This movie sucks. Wow, The Old sucks. Man and the Gun. I thought it was the sea. No, no, no. This is different. That's uh, Copernicus. Hemingway. Yes. He um, killed himself like you wanted to do. Hemingway did? Yeah. What? Shot himself in the asshole. With I didn't his, know with that. With a rifle. He, he's a famous suicide guy. No kidding. I didn't know he shot himself. Maybe oh. I do and I forget. Here's the thing. You get older, you start forgetting things because you have too much information. Yeah, well, you're an old man with a gun. Kurt Cobain, he killed himself. That's right. Or some say Courtney. Oh, yeah. Right around my birthday. My 12th birthday. Anyways. Uh, so this movie, Club. we went and saw this movie. Sissy Spacek is in it. Robert Redford is She's whatever. Good. She's great. Badlands, uh, JFK, lover. Bad but, name, Sissy. Ugh. Oof. That's what my wife calls me on Wednesdays. Um, but this movie stinks. Went and saw it. It's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. We couldn't. It was like ten minutes in, we started making fun of it. We're like, uh, this sucks. Uh, it was all these old fucks there, and they love it. Yeah. You go there. 
it makes retirement look fun. We go to the movies on an afternoon, Wednesday afternoon or whatever, and it's sold out. It's all elderly people. Yeah. They're just like, let's go see the picture. Yeah. It's like the Upper East, you know. I'm like, I want to do that. I want to just go to the movies when I'm old. I mean, I do it now, I guess, so I will. Sounds nice. Cocoon was a blast. And I heard they're all banging in the old folks' home. Yes, a lot of herpes. Herpes is like uh, all over the old folks. But at that point, you're like, ah, who cares? I get a breakout, I'll die. No, you live. I live. I well, got one right now. I'm saying if you're old, like you'll get a couple outbreaks, but you'll be dead soon. So yes. who cares? Yeah, exactly. It's not so bad. In fact, I'm going to Norway tonight. I'm, I'm going to go get some more Valtrex. You can get it dime a dozen over there, or yeah. a dozen for a dime. dozen for a dime, dime a dozen. Anyways, I went and saw the old man in the gun, and Baker's it doesn't. fucking sucks. Yeah. It stinks, and he stinks in it. Stinky uh-huh. movie. Sarah hated it. I hated it. I forget what else I was going to say. Something so else happened. It's weird to be a bad actor and yet get work. It just shows that um, the film industry is kind of a hoax. Like you just like the guy, and I hate when people go, "I love that guy, I love that actor." Well, you, but you you don't know who he is. He's just playing a different person every single thing you've seen him. You just like to look at this person. Yes. Well, some actors are great though. Like, well, some are great. You yeah. know, Philip Seymour Hoffman. You got that. Paul Newman is amazing. Tom De Niro, Hardy. of course. Tom Hardy's unbelievable. Jake Gyllenhaal, I love. De Niro, name of, name I already of said. Pacino. Oh, Oscar Isaac. He's minority. What's Denzel's he, amazing. I believe he, no, we talked about this recently. I think he's Wap. from Guatemala. Oh, he's my, if I had to fuck one guy, it'd be him. Yes. I'll take Tom Hardy and him at the same time, if Ooh, you don't mind. Ooh, that's Hardy. Uh, Denzel is great. We did this last night. It was me. Great hang at the cellar last night. I'll tell you about last night, and then we'll I'll move on. I was at the Comedy Cellar, which great is club. just a great, special place. Great play. It's special. You go there, and it was Sherrod Small who was on. I mean, he was really on last night. When he's on, he's on. He's on, and, and you know, he, was, he wasn't. Sometimes he's shit housed and he's yelling. You know, he was just being hilarious and killing at the table. Keith Robinson was there. Modi, Gnome. Then Phil Hanley came over. Nikki came over. Marina's over there. Louis came by. First time Woo! I've been there since Louis's been back, and that was exciting. You know, it's it's quite a. A lot of excitement over there. It's a lot yes. of danger and... Tension. Tension. It's a real situation over there. It's a, it's a boiling pot. It's all, It's a hot plate. Yeah. Blue plate special. But it was just a great hang. We were being extremely irreverent. You know, Keith's saying horrible stuff. We're saying horrible stuff. We're shitting on him because he had a stroke. It was really a, just a barrel of laughs. And then the Red Sox-Yankees game was on. This is game four, folks, which is a week ago now. Quite a thrilling game. We're all going crazy. Everyone's making fun of me because I'm a big Sox fan, so I was losing my mind. I was chewing on my sleeve, and every pitch I'd be like, Fuck, cunt, you mother ass. Suck my <laughs> fucking dick, you fat lip fucking piece of shit, yeah. homo. Sing it, sister. It was really fun, and then Keith kept shitting on me, and then Louie came up, and you know he pretends to be a baseball fan. That's a whole thing. Uh, just kidding. He's a fan. He's right from Boston, but everyone was going nuts. And then John Fish was there. He's pacing. I'm shaking. I couldn't stop moving. Everyone was trashing me. Vecchione is there. Great hang. We're all laughing. Eventually, the Red Sox won. Quite a thrill. And I, t- I told everyone to suck my dick. That was fun. I'm smashing the table. It's good to get the big win, you know? Yes. Because yes. everyone's rooting against you just to be funny. Right. And then I'm like, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck it. We are, it, was, it was really exciting. And quite a thrill. I hope your Sox lose, you dummy. Yeah, a lot of that. He was doing that. He's like, that, that horse shit. The Sox stink. Not a great impression, I have no, to say. I got no, no. But I'm, that... he would say something like this. Yes, but I can't was, do the voice. He was doing a lot of that. It's very nice of you. I can't do the voices. <laughs> great hang. And then the show was killer. And then, like, you know, Louis's like, I'm going to come watch you. I haven't seen you in a long time. So he comes down oh. to watch. And then 
Hanley comes down because he's like, I'm going to watch too. And then the host is sitting there. Now I got all the people, which is quite exciting. You always think, I want all the comics to watch me. That would be exciting. Yeah. You want to be that kind of comic. But it's nerve-wracking as well. Right, exactly. And then a tell, oh. he's going on after me, so he's in the room. I'm literally on stage, and Dave Attell and Louis C.K. are sitting there watching. I'm like, oh. this is horrifying. That is terrifying. I'm shaking like, uh, you know, Jay Fox, Ali, whoever. Yes. And uh, it ended up being a killer, killer set. All right, thank then God. A, then Attell goes on. Then Louis goes on. Warm response, I have to say. They're making him go last now, I hear. Yeah, well, Godfrey went after him, but Godfrey oh. always well, goes last. Well, Godfrey go after 9-11, he'll be fine. But it was quite a program, I'll tell you. The show was uh, Andrew Schultz, Marina Franklin, me, Attell, Louis Godfrey. Woo-wee! Quite a lineup. Nobody, uh, le- I know some people have left and been upset. This, this particular show, nobody left or was upset, so uh, there was one couple that got thrown out right before I went on. No, right after I went on. They were annoying during my set, and then during Attell, before Attell came up between us, got kicked out, and Attell's about to go on, and Attell's just smoking in the hallway, and I'm like, how funny, these people are going to get kicked out of the cellar and have to walk through cigarette smoke while they're getting kicked out. Yeah, that's what you get, Pretty funny. Yeah, Attell will just smoke right in the hallway. You talking about like those little stairs on the sidewalk area? Yeah, but like he'll come inside the door to like listen to see where's up. He like lights a cigarette. He can do whatever he wants. That guy. Something. I mean, I know cigarettes kill people and are horrible, but there's something beautiful about a just a guy smoking. Yeah, it's very cool. It's cool, but it's like a throwback, and he doesn't give a shit that he's killing himself. It's great. Uh, yeah, it's a good, good, good time. Uh, Sorry, we got a weird phone call coming in. Shelby's trying to get it in the door. <laughs> <laughs> smoking, smoking cigarettes always looks cool. Smoking the other thing always looks nerd shitty. Dick? No. <laughs> the pole? What are you talking about? No, looks, Weed? No, the other new thing with the fucking oh, the little vape. box. The, the vape. vape. Yeah, the vape is vape stinks. Vape. Vape, vape apology. Vape, vape, uh, vape sucks. Cigarettes cool. But anyways, I don't, uh, you know, obviously it's... We're vape victims. Mixed... Messages and there's a lot of stuff happening with the Louis thing, but I have to say it was uh, it was interesting and exciting uh, being there. And uh, the crowd, he had a tough set, I got to tell you, because it was late at night and uh, oh, they were no. drunk and it was like you know one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So it wasn't like he didn't murder, but they were a very warm reception when he came out. Yeah. And uh, it was just a generally great hang. Everyone got along swimmingly, and uh, it was fine. So I don't know. Some, some people are very upset about it. Some people are very happy about it. Some people don't give a shit. But um, that's yeah. life. Yeah. The people who don't give a shit don't give a shit, and the people who do are upset that other people don't give a shit. But I feel like as time goes on, more and more people will give less of a shit. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, at some point, it feels like someone's going to fucking whip a beer at him or throw a drink in his oh, face yeah. or something. But, I'm um, sure. Sadly, I've gotten that, and I haven't done anything. I've <laughs> a beer whipped at me. Um, well, I like uh, piss thrown on me. But anyways... <laughs> Hey, hey, folks. Good to be back. Uh, You know it. You love it. Mac Weldon. We love these cats. This is some good clothing, folks. It's better than anything you're wearing right now, I'll tell you that. Mac Weldon is a premium men's essentials brand that believes in smart design and premium fabrics, folks. They sent us some goodies, and I love them. I got a hoodie. This thing fits like a glove. It's not all loosey-goosey and wiggly. It just fits snug as a bug in a rug, and I need a tug. I love Mack Weldon. I love their underwear. They got the antimicrobial. 
It's just good quality stuff. I have low self-esteem. Everything I've bought is either from a thrift store or my brother gave it to me or it's my mom's panties. But Mack Weldon is good quality stuff, and they're the best in the biz. They're nice people. They'll give you a full refund and let you keep the stuff if you buy from them on the first go. So uh, check it out. It's good stuff. The website's easy to use. They got all the photos up there. Pick your favorites and go nuts. Uh, all good for working out or just going out on a date. I love Mac Weldon. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, so uh, get in there, check it out, and uh, you know it, baby. 20% off your first order if you visit MacWeldon.com. Enter promo code Tuesdays at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at MacWeldon.com. Enter promo code Tuesdays. Thank you. That was pretty much the night. Magical night. I don't want to say magical, but it was a fun night. And it's you fun can't with describe it. It's fun with those old time guys. Yes. Like I said, Modi and Sherrod and, and, and Keith. And it's just a great, great hang. And it's an exciting place to be. And the shows were killer. And uh, I know we've talked about it a lot. It's a lot of fun. So. It's a lot of fun. It's special. And the irreverence, the people. I don't understand. I'm starting to talk like Cosby. The people, the, the people who get upset and bothered by the offended and the words and the irreverence. What are you doing? Like, do you really want to live like that? It's like that Chad Daniels quote where he tells a funny joke about, I don't know, pedophilia, and half the crowd groans and half the crowd laughs. And he goes, man, it must suck to be you. Right. Because you're this side, your brain goes, oh, that's funny, and goes, ha-ha, enjoy this. And then your brain goes, hey, this is inappropriate. What a horrible life that must be. And that's how I feel for these people who get offended. Like, hey, you can't say that. I'm like... Do you realize you're the guy in Footloose who's saying dancing is illegal? Right. Like, you want to be that guy? You're the guy at the rock concert going, hey, this is, Elvis is shaking his hips. We got to put end to this. You're that guy. Yes. How could you want to live like that? That's how you want to be in, when, they, when the history books write you down? Yeah. Well, it's, 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 it's tricky because if it's come with comedy, it's weird to be upset with. Uh, it's silly. We're all going to die one day. Jokes. Yeah. Yes. We're joking around. But uh, I know different strokes for different folks. I just feel like, like I said, I've talked about this before. I hate reality shows or the Desperate Housewives and the Kardashians, but I don't, I just don't watch them. Yeah. I don't yeah. email anybody to tell them not to watch it or to write to the network and say you should take the show off the air. You or what, I just go, oh, that's not for me. I don't like that. Well, what bugs these folks who get upset is that the audience, the full room is laughing. And then they get mad at you. And I'm like, well, yell at them too. They're enjoying it. Right. So that's what bothers them the most is that, like, ah, it's working. People do enjoy this. Also, you could enjoy not liking something. Like, I watched The Old Man and the Gun. I'm like, this sucks. We're laughing. We're making fun of right. it. I'm poking fun. I'm like, I'm going to tell everyone about this. And we yeah. start laughing. We're like, this movie sucks. Last night, we had, similar to this conversation, a 10-minute conversation about all the actors that are overrated. I was making my list. I was like, John Krasinski blows and fucking, <laughs> uh, you know who. Uh, oh, what's that guy? Who just, Robert Redford stinks. And, oh, Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood, I don't like him. Just He hasn't done anything great in a while. Oh, I like oh. Unforgiven, but boy, he's had some bad. Gran Torino stinks. And wow. uh, what else stinks? The movie where he had Billion the... Billion Dollar Baby. I didn't care for that one. Everyone loved that one. And then the one where the Marines play Marines. I'm like, what are you doing here? That was 15, know. 17 to Paris with 24... 310 to anal, I don't 25 know. 25 or 624, Oh, I don't Yokozuna? Know. No, wait. Uh, Iwo Jima. That was a doc, wasn't it? No, there was an Iwo Jima in there, I think. I thought he made a documentary. I don't think so. I just got uh, a kooky text. I don't know what's going on here. 
Oh my God! What Jesus is that? Christ, that is horrifying. Throw that shit in the, in the ocean. Get rid of that phone. That's what a bad is that? Tweet, bad text. That we can't keep talking about because the audience is going to get a little. Sorry, I mean curious. I just got a strange text where I'm like, "What the fuck is this?" Did I talk about Gotham? No, I think we alluded to Gotham, I but we teased to, it. I got to talk about Gotham. I got I got a lot of stuff here. Right? All right, all right, you go. I'm done. But uh, all right, so I, mean, I got a couple other things later. Please, nuggets. Please. Chime, mix, match, and uh, dissect. Not dissect. What do you call it when you slide right in the middle there? Discern. Dilute. Dilute. No, dilute's negative. No, sometimes dilute is good. Yeah, I guess you want to. But I don't want to dilute your story. No, don't dilute. Dildo. I like a dildo. Um, Dildos are like a vibrator that doesn't vibrate, right? Yeah, well, you can strap one on, or you can fucking... Mm. Dildos have, like, veins and balls yeah. and a suction cup or a strap. So if Michael J. Fox a vibrator, we're dildos, because we don't jiggle. Yeah, I suppose so. Well, I mean, anything jiggle. could be a dildo. I mean, you have a cactus, could be a dildo. Wow, that's a bad night. <laughs> yeah, you jam it in there. Yeah. I mean, a shoe could be a dildo, a mug, a sock. A, I'm just naming it. I see a skateboard, a, a dildo. Mug Costanza. <laughs> a C-3PO. Yeah, R2. He's got girth. Oh, D2 in my ass. All right, so tell me about Gotham. DP. This text is fucking with me. A guy sent me a cuckoo forget text. Forget the text. The text is out. I can't forget <laughs> it. Texas Rangers. <laughs> Woo! Tex-Mex. All right, so... Textile mill. Did the Corden show flew in on a red eye, which, you know, everybody's like, well, you'll sleep on the plane. Blow me! No one sleeps on a plane. You can't sleep on a plane. Snakes on a plane. So... You, you land in a, in New York City, Brooklyn, or what do you call it? Queens. Queens, yes, Queens. You I live there. Land at Queens at 8 in the morning, get back to the apartment, take three hours of sleep, go to Gotham for my first headlining weekend in Gotham. It's a milestone for a comedian in New York. A kilometer rock. Yeah. Oh, also, I got to say, I got a tweet that's saying you weren't chiming in enough on my stories, and I know you feel like you, you don't interrupt me, but please interrupt. When was that? Recently? About five years ago. Yeah, that was. Well, someone said that years ago. Yeah, Is there I, a more recent one? I worry that you're not doing it. I chime quite a bit. All right. But you you said once you were worried about interrupting. Interrupt. Well, people, first of all, it doesn't matter. There's always, first of all, the, people that write you on the internet are almost always negative. So send some yeah. positivity, for God's oh, sake. Oh, for the love of anal. But people go, one time people were like, oh, Mar Joe's just uninterested during Mark's story. He's just going, mm-hmm, uh-huh, okay. Right. And I'm like, that's me making sure you're aware that I'm listening. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. wow. Okay. Right. Yes. I like people to do that. Yeah, I'm I telling a story that. I like people to go, oh, wow, wow, neat, Please. interesting, okay. Otherwise, if I was just dead silent, they're like, he's just dead silent. Right. What are you doing? He's not even listening. Where'd he go? No, I hate the silent. And I don't interrupt, but we give each other spaces to talk. I feel like we've worked it pretty well over All the right, last 900 years, just 300 checking. episodes. All right. Write some positive stuff, though. We're dying out here, folks. I want to kill myself every day. Yes. I cried. He, he sobbed. <laughs> oh. Sorry, I got a post-nasal drip. Semen. All right, so come in, do Gotham. We sold out one of them, which is nice. And I try to get my 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 crew opening for me. I got some Ian Lara, some Sean Murph, some Chris Al mixing up. John Fish hosting. Just a great weekend, and nothing better than sitting in that green room at Gotham. You're like, I made it. Good I'm, green I'm room. I'm in the green room. And Friday night was just a blast. It was a two show Friday, two show Saturday. Get in Friday, do both sets. I do a set downstairs at Gotham between headlining. Which What's is that room fun. called? Vintage? Vintage Lounge. Yes, that's a good room. Great room. And it was packed. And then I did two sets after, one at the uh, Stand Up New York with Chris Allen and one at the Cellar. And it was just a great night and the whole thing. So the last night, we wrap up 
The whole thing at Gotham is a success. Full shows. Felt great. We're sitting in the green room. It's like eight of us just hanging out in there. The owner, I don't want to get too detailed because I don't know what I can divulge, dilute. Great owner, by the way. Great owner. Chris Mazzilli, New York guy, Italian, comes in, and he's got these mob stories that are phenomenal. And every co- every guy who works there, security at Gotham, is an ex-Brooklyn cop. Yes, they're badasses. Badass. They've all been shot. They've all been raped. They've all been jizzed on. It's wild. And they come in, and Mazzilli starts telling stories. And then they go, huh? What are you guys talking about? Oh, let me tell you about this one. And these stories are bananas. Oh, I mean, really? One guy was an undercover guy. He's been shot in the cheek. He showed us the scar. And wow. he's like, I used to go undercover, and they would search you. So I would tape razor blades to the bottom of my feet in case shit got hairy. I could just zip up, slice people up. Wow. Yeah. So he's got these stories. He's like, oh, this fucking Puerto Rican mook, he came at me, and I had to fucking <laughs> get my foot up to my ankle and pick a big paper clip off it and cut him in the eye, and then I got my wife out of there. It was wild. Oh, my God. We should have queefed it. I know. I'm fun to record, but this is all off the wreck. We should do some doorman queef. Maybe we could hide their voice like, you know, uh, Star Wars or Freddy Krueger. Right, right, yeah. And then I fucked that chick in the alley. Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. So, uh, That's they from had- Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> some wild times over there. I mean, this is when New York was New York. He's like, this is before cameras. He's like elbowing Ian Lyra, who's like a little black kid. <laughs> it's right. like, oh, you remember those? Ah! And he's like, yeah, yeah. And uh, right when they all, we talked for like an hour and a half. Then when they all left, like the two black guys in the room were like, the whole time just wanted to be like, so what's up with the, you know, the harassment of black people? But we didn't do that. No. Nope. We went straight to the diner on 14th Street and we just had it out about every comedy thing, every Me Too, every uh, anal rape, every uh, political Trump. And we, we we talked till five in the morning at this diner. Wow. They hated us. We probably had a bill of like eleven dollars. I got like one egg. He got a he got a orange juice and one guy got a shake and that was it. But there was eight of us. Well the OJ is eight bucks alone. That's true. And he's innocent. And I you know, I felt good. I took the bill and we we all walked home and Chris Allen's going to Queens and this kid's going to Brooklyn and we all we probably all got home at eight in the morning. Yeah, Chris was all excited. He was texting me. I went to New York, the women are beautiful, I did a bunch of shows, the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Took him to the cellar, we had a good time. Yeah, it's nice. So yeah, it was a great time. He's like our son. He is, yeah. He's our big black son. We got a big black son we adopted. It's like the blind side. (laughs) That movie's so bad, by the way. I never... Is it just slavery, right? It was nominated for Best Picture. Of course it was. Uh, (laughs) It is so bad. All right, so then... I wait. I go to. I go home. Uh, the lady and I wake up on Sunday morning after a big old five a.m. I did a five a.m. Uh, wake and fuck. Oh boy! It's like a wake and bake. Thank but, you uh, for waking her this time. Yeah, I'm trying. She's a heavy sleeper, Cosby. <laughs> so uh, she wakes up. We bang. Then we sleep till like one. And she goes, "Hey, you know it's weird. I got these tickets to go to see some music show." And I had the night off. I was like, "I did Corden. I did Gotham. I did eighteen sets. I stayed out till five in the morning talking about jizz." I'm taking the night off. I take Sunday off. I bought these two tickets to go see The National. Mm-hmm. What do you know about them? I've tried to listen. It's a little... It's a little I, moody and heavy. It's moody and heavy. Uh, Canner's way into it. He keeps trying to get me in. I've given it a couple dabbles, and I understand they're talented. It's just... Uh, I, I don't... It's not Love that, like, yeah, moody and heavy. I'm, all, I'm on the Brandy Carlisle kick over here. That's moody, but less heavy. 
Not Moody. What? Moody McCarthy. I mean, what kind of Moody are you talking about? You know, just like feely and emotionally. There's feel, but there's some rock, there's some pop, there's some country. It's a whole mix. I'm wearing a Brandy Carlisle t-shirt right now and a pair of uh, Melissa Etheridge underwear. Ooh. Wow. Call right. to my window. I've got a Sarah McLaughlin maxi pad on. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. I think that goes in. No, oh, pad goes out. Pad's- <laughs> What's ones that goes in? Tampon. Ah, yes. Yes, great city, Tampa. So, um, yeah, so she goes, I got these two, I go, hey, I got the day free, let's let's go out there. It's in Queens. Forest Hills. Forest Hills, never been. Love it. So I go, well, since we're going out to this thing and I got nothing to do, see, we're comics, so we're used to like, all right, I got to do this tonight, I got eight shows, I got to take this train, I got to fuck this Jew, the whole thing, but I go... Listen, I, I can't just go out to see a concert. I'll be bored. So we take shrooms. Oh, the shrooms. You guys do shrooms on every date you ever go on. Yeah, yeah. It's this might weird. be a problem. We get on the train, and, uh, you know, you, you haven't done shrooms in a while. No, never in my life. Oh, you haven't? No, we've had this conversation before. <laughs> you stopped doing shrooms, you remember. Yeah, I guess you're right. I'm, I'm an old man with a gun. So I go, all <laughs> Sticks. right. Let's uh, let's take these shrooms. So we take them, and we take a heavy amount because it's one p.m. We got the whole day to kill. Yeah, heavy and, sleeper, heavy night, <laughs> heavy moody, heavy D, <laughs> and the fat boys, <laughs> Chris Allen, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, heavy weights. He lost weight. He lost weight. Yeah, that's true. He looks good. And, okay, so we go out to uh, four Hills. We get on the train, and it's Sunday, so all the trains are fucking trannies. They're all over the road. Oh. I can't. I don't know which is up, which is down. If you don't live in New York City, the weekend comes, and the entire MTA just go, ah, fuck all yeah, the people. they go, and blow me. There's still eight million people here, right? eight and a half. It's, we're still doing shit. Exactly. So now we're on mushrooms, and they take about a half hour to kick in. So we get on the F. We're going to get to the F to get to the yellow line. It's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Now the F isn't running, so we end up on the A. Yeah, now we're in Times Square. We're on the A. We're anal. We're Jewish. We don't know what the <laughs> hell to do. So I go, fuck this. And I start feeling them. It's been a half hour. We got, we've got nowhere. We're, what, tits? The shrooms. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel her tits the whole time. I don't even notice them anymore. <laughs> so now I'm like, fuck, let's just take an Uber. She goes, all right, I'll get us an Uber. So I go, all right. I don't know how far away Forest Hills is. I was like, ah, it's in Queens. It'll it's, probably take 10 minutes. It's a haul. It is a haul. U-Haul. So uh, <laughs> now we're on the sidewalk at Penn Station, like on 34th and 8th, and I'm just like, holy shit. Everybody walking by looks like a Delta Burke. It's terrifying. <laughs> she's she's clenched my leg like a koala. She's like, Bleh! I'm like hiding her like a little kid, and uh, every you know every hobo stop. When you're on troops, it feels like the whole world is coming at you. Like every hobo is going up and going, "Give me some change." One guy, I swear to God, he came up to us. Hobo asked me for change. His pants fell down. And oh, I go, oh god. my god! I can't, this is too much. Because when, you, when you're on troops, everything's a thing. Like you know, you see a fat lady walk by, you start thinking, "Man, she was probably made fun of as a kid, and she probably has all these." crazy uh you know eating problems because their dad fucked her and all that you start like every single person there's eight million people so you're doing that to everybody you can't take it's overwhelming yeah i've heard you do mushrooms in the woods or yes. in a barn or yes. you know whatever exactly. on a mountain not in the manhattan no no so finally the uber comes and we're like ah we just open the door we slide in we close the door we're both shaking and we're like oh my god these rooms are too good this is too much we're freaking out and we're like we haven't even gotten out of queens yet and we're freaking out oh my god so now we're in traffic we're in trap. We're just in the back seat, like holding each other, like two sexual abuse victims. We're shaking like old squirrels. And then we get up on the uh, is it the RFK bridge? 
Yes, the Triborough. Triborough. Now the RFK, yeah. Yeah, and it's beautiful. Find the traffic breaks. You see, it's so pretty. And we've been on that bridge a million times, going to the airport or whatever, but you never took it in without the shrooms. Ah. And the fucking sun is shining. You see Roosevelt Island. You see Staten Island. You see Wall Street, the World Trade. It's all right there. All right. Gorgeous. And then we're like the street, we start calming down. Like, all right, we're, we're kind of having a bad trip, you know? Uh-huh. And we start calming down. And then we get out there, and it is a haul. We're, I'm like, we're still going. We're still going. And when you're on shrooms, one minute is like an hour. Because oh. you you're taking so much in. And uh, so this poor Sikh or Muslim Sikh. or whatever, the hide and seek, whatever you call these guys <laughs> with the Sikh turban. destroy. Yeah. Oh, well, it could be a, there's the Sunnis and there's the Shiites. Uh-huh. Well, I don't want to talk Shiite, but this guy was uh, great. He was just quiet. He was the most quiet Uber driver you could have, which is what you want on shrooms. You don't want some guy being like, hey, so how about yeah. these weirdos? Uh, you know. Well, sooner or later, you're going to get a good uh, cab driver. <laughs> Hello, folks. Well, uh, so we get to Forest Hills, which is this beautiful, it's gorgeous. like, uh, suburban, tucked away. It's like Dutch architecture, manicured lawns. It, it's like a... It's it's like uh, uh, Beverly Hillsy, Home of the Ramones, Ramones, Simon and Garfunkel, Billy Eichner, Trump at one point. Yes, I think he lived in Jamaica at one point. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what I heard. That, like the fifties when Feel it was, you know. Yeah, man. Whenever. Well, Google Forest Hills. It's the alumni is amazing who came out of there. Somebody else big. I can't think of it. Bunch of sports guys uh, came out of there. But yeah, so I believe they're called athletes. Yes. So we get there and the uh, we, we just pull up and we're in this neighborhood. It's so weird, you know. There's no buildings or anything. It's just beautiful lawns, beautiful homes. We pull up to a corner, and the guy goes, "This is it." And I go, "What? This is it? We're going to a, a rock concert." He's like, bah, 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 "I don't know what to tell you." And we go, "Okay." So we get out, and uh, we we look up, and there's a bunch of like cops around. They go, "Go that way. Go that way." When you're on shrooms, you're like, "Okay, oh, don't yell at me." And we're walking towards this stadium i guess in the middle of a neighborhood and you start seeing like hippies and you know people dressed up weird and sunglasses you're like all right we'll just follow them and we're like what is it It felt like we were walking into woodstock everybody's all in a good mood drinking beer and uh boom we're in the forest hill stadium one of the coolest venues i've ever seen i never knew about it's in my own city spectacular used to be the home of the u.s open for years that's right and i almost got to open for louis there but he emailed me like a half hour before and i had a gig i was like what the fuck why don't you tell me ahead of time should have canceled that one but i was i was in another city i was like in cleveland or something oh wow you know these people they were some of these guys he's like you want to open for me in a half hour i'm like what are you crazy i'm in uh you know tampa right Maxi. But anyway, spectacular video. Spectacular. Amazing. I saw Tom Petty there right before he croaked. That's amazing. Thank you, Ari Shafir. Yes, Shafir. So, uh, was it? Oh, No Fear. That was the dumb shirts. Oh, yeah. Those Remember were that? big. That oh, was God. annoying. It was huge. That was huge. like mid-90s, early 90s. Yeah, and there was another one with like, what was it? Joe Bob or something? It was like a big buff guy who would always like touch girls' tits. Joe Bob? Or Bubba. Oh, he, it was always big-breasted women in bikinis, like a cartoon. Oh, I don't know. I remember the Joe, guy pissing on everyone. It was like Calvin would be That was pissed. Calvin. Yeah. Also, Russians. Yes. Uh, sure. What was that Joe six-pack? Joe Box? Joe Box. I think that's a toolbox that you put in your truck. No, it was a T-shirt everybody had. 
It was like no, it was on the No Fear family. There was Coed Naked. Remember that? That was huge. I don't remember Coed Naked. What? That was no. a, huge. Coed Naked volleyball. Coed Naked Twister. Uh-huh. Coed Naked. There was a whole thing, and it would have like a pun in there. Uh-huh. When you're when you're, it was kind of like when you're diving into third and you you're right. fucking nerd. Right, right. It right. was like it would be like a Coed Naked softball, a pair of balls and a bat. And it was a shirt. Yes, it was oh. a big series of shirts. Maybe it was only New England. I think it was everywhere, though. Not Co-ed ringing. Naked became a big situation. Mm, not rigging my clit. Well, either way, we got there, and apparently these Forest Hills, they do a whole day of music. You got this guy, you got that guy, then the big closer was the National. That was their festival. Oh, is it? Yeah, I think they had like a festival. They're like, this is the Nationals festival. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, it was night two for the National. Not well attended, if I might add. Really? Not great. Yeah, I mean, the seat's what, 10 grand over there? I don't know. Well, it's just a beautiful place. There's all these, there's a big grounds area with like all the food and the alcohol and the beer and everything. And then you go in, you can just walk right. It's very, very uh, lax. Yes. L-A-X. And uh, so you go in, you can just go in, go out, go in, go out, and one band plays for an hour, then you go out and eat, and another band goes in for an hour, you get a half hour between each one, and Cat Power played. I like Cat Power. What? She's good. I like her. It was like comically bad. We were laughing. She's supposed to be bad live. I think she has an alcohol problem, and that's the that's the four one one on her. Is that a bad live performer? Well, you know, I I, I'm open minded. I'll give everything a shot. This woman is dressed like full black, like Amish lady. In the middle, it was like three p.m. The sun is shining. She's like, I'm a woman. I'm a woman. I'm a woman. It was like it was out of a movie. We were just like howling. The sun's on her. It was so weird and. Everybody hated her, and you know there was like five women like swaying who you know were obviously rape victims, and it wasn't fun at all. I was like, this is sucks. It wasn't rock concerty at all. It was boring, and uh, I saw like a couple black guys there, and I wanted to look at them. Like you could tell they were like, Man, this is white people shit right here. And I was like, no, no, this we hate it too. But uh, it was weird because it was a concert, but it was the most gentle, quiet people ever. Right. There was no like, Argh! no fist pounding or anything. No well, that's toxic. the kind of concert that Cat Power plays like an auto harp. Yes. And it's like, yes. And then, you know, the Nationals all like, yeah, right, right. And a lot of the people there, they're, that kind of music, they're like, we're sad. It's yes. the hard times. And so they got to, you got to go see, uh, you know, fucking uh, a rock and roll Motley band. Crew or something? <laughs> yeah, I guess. I, yeah, that's a bad example. But you know what? I, I know, you know. So, but yeah, you go out and everybody's sitting down, like playing playing games. And like one guy had a hacky sack and he was like the wild man, you know? <laughs> it was bananas how soft-spoken everybody was. And everybody's wearing black and there was no sexualness at all. It was like everybody's wearing sweaters and shit and well, reading. You should have found Cantor. He was out there fucking shotgunning beers, I'm sure. He texted me later. He's like, I was in the Heineken tent. I was like, I didn't even know there was, uh, was a Heineken yeah. tent. He's always got a hookup. Those Jews yeah. really figure their way out into things. Jews? I mean, that's a compliment. Shafir. They're always like, yeah, they're like, I, I know a couple guys, and yeah. I'm, we're going to be backstage, <laughs> right. you know, flossing the band's teeth for free hot dogs. Right, right. So uh, <laughs> they got their nose and everything. So finally, this, this one band goes on, and the girlfriend was like, oh, these guys are great. And I was like, all right, well, after Cat Power, I need to a, a be a, a cleansing, you know. And these guys, Future Islands comes on. Have you heard of them? Yes, I know Future Islands. Um, I got a free album for my birthday about Future Islands oh, from Matt him. Donaher. Oh, he's a cute kid. He brought me a birthday gift. Look at that. 
It was Future Islands album. I listen to. I don't. I think there's a little bit of like. Um, it's a, it's very synthy. Yes, I don't care for that. I said the I same like thing. I like raw materials. But the lead singer was so captivating. He does these weird foot movements and he does like kicks and can cans. He was amazing. <laughs> he he made the whole thing. Like the music was good, but it was a little too eightiesy. Like like keyboard stuff. Yes, but. The lead singer was banana. I like fell in love with the band. I googled him. They, they did a Letterman right, right before he left, and Letterman's going nuts. He's like, "That was amazing! Holy shit!" It's weird to see Letterman go crazy. Are those your drums? Yeah. So you got to check them out. Give him another uh, the song Seasons. Uh-huh. Give that a listen. It's a it's a humdinger. It's now, lunch. I confuse them with the Andy Samberg outfit. What's that now? That's his, his band his outfit. Because called uh... <laughs> what's he wearing? Lonely Island. Oh, they're good, too. I always confuse the two. Oh, God, I'm getting texts. Uh-oh. Jesus Christ. Sandberg? No, different. But I like, uh, yeah, I like them okay. Lonely Island, I don't know, but I always confuse them. Someone's like, I went and saw Future Islands. Right. I'm like, oh, Sandberg's fun. They're like, what? Yeah, but just a great day, and, the, you know, the shrooms are kicking, and uh, it, the, the stadium is outdoors, so that sun is setting with live music, and there's nothing better. Yeah, it's something else. we got some great venue here. Jones Beach is also an oh, incredible really? venue. Oh, really? i got to do it. Because that one, the sun sets on the ocean. You're literally on the ocean, Ooh-wee. so that's pretty exciting. That is nice. Yeah, so Future Island, when they left, and, and the guy on stage, the Future Island guy, he's like this big, high-energy guy. He's always fist-pumping. He's like, rah, rah, rah. he's got a voice like that. So the whole time, he's like, Guys, we got to get together and stop racism, stop prejudice, and stop sexism. And you're like, thank God this guy's saying all this because he comes off as like a terrifying white supremacist leader. Right. Because you know, he's like, ah. So uh, we were making a lot of jokes about him. And, he, you know, it's funny. You sit in the back, you can crack wise, you're hammered, you're on drugs. And then the National came out and uh, they, they killed it. Not, not a huge uh, National fan, but... They were great, and then we, we took a train home and had a great. We went and got dinner, and it was a great night on shrooms. That sounds like a fun night. It's the best drugs. There's no hangover. There's, you just go, oh, I don't feel anymore. All right, now let's go eat. No hangover. I thought there was some hangover residuals. You get depressed or something. Or that's ecstasy. That's big X. That's Molly. You really get like a. It drained your serotonin levels. Right. So with the shrooms, though, it's just like a plant, and it's out of your system. You take a big green dump, and you're done. Serotalamage levels. I got good Sarah T levels. So what are you what are you cooking with? But I had to get that shroom story out. No, no, I appreciate it. Uh, put it out there. Well, I was out um, in uh, Arizona. I went out for Sal Volcano. Yeah. Italian for volcano. Is that right? I don't know. It seems like it would be. Mm, but maybe right. it's Spanish for volcano. I don't interrupt. What? You. I don't get it. Volcano. Interrupt? Oh, erupt! Uh-huh. I was thinking the inter. I had to throw it in there. It's a I, pun. I was trying to figure. I couldn't. I didn't, I didn't. That was my fault. I couldn't crack it. All right. So I opened for old Sally V. Great guy. Oh, dude, he hit me up about that one too. I wish I could have done it. I know. I, I did. It's hard to meet anyone that he didn't offer it to first. <laughs> Everyone I bumped into, they're like, "Oh, I'm not gonna offer that." I'm like, "I got offered that." I got. I'm like, "All right, all right." Yeah, everybody turned that. I'm one hitting down. ninth in the lineup, but I'm glad everyone turned it down because he pays a pretty penny, and it was a beautiful time. Yeah. Yeah. So we did the Phoenix Stand Up Live in Phoenix, which uh-huh. is right down the street from Tempe Improv, which we did. Yes. And uh, it's a beautiful room. It's all brand new. It's big. It's a few years old, brand new. He sells out both shows. Oh, you love that. Open carry over there. What? In uh, Arizona. Oh, yes. Yes. Well, no one shot us. Uh, all right. But he gets molested quite a bit, this oh, guy. Oh, he's a sweet man because he takes it. Yeah, but this woman runs right up. First of all, he comes downstairs. We meet at the hotel. I fly a long-ass flight, you know, of course. 
And then uh, I got in way early. I took the early flight, went out to Arizona, sat, watched baseball all day. It was pretty fun. You got a hotel out there and everything? Beautiful hotel. We stayed at the Kipton right across the street from the club. Beautiful oh, hotel. Great facility. Kipton. Um, so he can he shows up and we meet up and I go, you just walk over there by yourself. You don't have a team. And he's like, ah, usually my manager's here, but whatever. Cause he's a big star. Oh, I mean, he's you forget huge. because he's so humble. Yes. And then we're just buddies. He's just a comic to us, but he's enormous. Enormous, but he's so, he's a Staten Island guy. You know, he's just like a, a mook. Very down to earth. Very, uh, very humble. Just a sweet, sweet man. Good man. Good egg. So we walk over there, and immediately someone was like, oh, my God, it's Sal. Ah! Yeah, Taking a photo. And then we walk him. up. Another woman runs up and just goes, I love you, right in his face. Gives him a big hug and kisses him on the face, which is like, this is battery. You know, you're touching right. a person. This is crazy. It's a good point. Uh, With celebrities, they think they can, or entertainers. We get that every now and then, and I'm like, wow, who do you think you are? Well, I'm grateful that no one ever touches me. But ah. What's nice about our show, though, is we talk about our personalities and what we like and don't like, so that it, it helps. Yeah. Uh, sometimes people, by the way, we've said this before. Sometimes people are, are too runaway-ish. That's true. I was in Cleveland. This couple came up. They're like, we drove all the way from Detroit. We'll, we'll leave you alone. They just left. I'm like, well, come talk to me. You drove all the way from Detroit. Yeah, well, I'm not weird, an animal. We have a weird in, a window, though, because we hate the too much, then we hate the too little. So it's not their fault. Most people nail it. Okay. I find. But anyways, they, this woman jumped up and grabbed them, the whole thing. But uh, beautiful club. And I haven't featured in years. Yeah. So nice. No radio, no pressure, no nothing. Yeah. You just show up. I did 20 minutes, 23 minutes, killed, hot crowd. It is a little weird because he, he builds it as Sal Volcano with special guests. Ooh. So they're like, it's going to be Murr or Trey or whoever the other one is. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be, you know, whatever. And then I come out and they're like, what? And I'm like, sorry, everybody. I'm the guest. Oh, that's so funny. just you got to whatever. But they, I'm sure they enjoy that. But I'm good, yeah. And I do jo- after a couple of jokes, they're like, oh, okay, it's just a comedian. We yeah. like this. So that was fun. And then we did Phoenix on Friday and then Brea Improv on Saturday, which is brand new. They oh, moved. Really? They moved up the street. The club's been open since May. So it's like spanking new. Wow, that's fun. And he's his his manager called me. He's like, here's the flight itinerary. And they're like, this is his flights. And it's hard because I've... I'm not. I'm used to working on my own and traveling on my own. They're like, so we reserved a flight, a seat on his plane, but it's like out of Newark, and it leaves at like four. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, you have to cancel that. I'm gonna book my own Ooh. travel. I'm like, I live ten minutes from the airport, right? And I'm like, I can't. Two river cro- to Newark's an hour and a half away. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I'm not. I'm just gonna do my own thing. Was he pissed? Because I mean, that's canceling a flight. Sometimes you you got you got to eat it. No, no. They just made reservations. Oh, okay. they, they're like, you pay for it. So, uh, yeah, so there was an Indian giving situation. Yes. So I was like, I'll just book my own flight if that's okay. They're like, of course. I mean, they're so nice. You can do whatever you want. So I booked my flight. I got in early. And then I decided I'm going to drive from Phoenix to Brea. Uh-huh. It's a five and a half hour ride. But we fly so much. I hate it. So I'm like, I'll skip a day. One less day of traveling. I'll drive through the mountains and the desert. It'll be beautiful. What about Sally? Sal's got his plane. He's flying. Not his plane. Uh-huh. But he's flying. Well, how, what's that? A 10 minute flight? Uh, Phoenix to LAX, I don't oh, know, probably LAX. a 40-minute yeah, flight. Okay. I don't know. It's a five-hour ride, so car ride. 
So then he was like, maybe I'll drive with you. And I was like, great, get in the car. Oh, look at that. But he was staying in a different hotel further away. It didn't really make sense. So he's like, I'm going to fly. It's too long of a ride. I was like, all right, great. So I go and rent a car. I put on my Brandy Carlisle, and I just listened to every album from the beginning all the way through. Look at you. Six albums, first track, in order. I'm driving through the mountains, the desert. I'm rocking out. At one point, she covers Elton John, so I got the feeling for some Elton John. I digress from her, put on some Elton. I'm Ah. doing Facebook live video whatever you call it insta stories i got your period in that car i was crying and boofing and jerking off and lilith fair it was wild and i'm listening to i got my feet out the window i'm rocking and rolling and i drive right by joshua tree which is where my honeymoon was so i start crying over that i'm like getting touched and it's so hard to not go into joshua tree it's such a spectacular place and i'm right there because the road drives right along at the 10 and I'm like, fuck, I just want to go in there, but I can't. I'm up against it. I got to get to Phoenix or whatever. Can you kiss it? Can you kind of go at the edge of it? I was at the edge. I looked over. I looked at it. I can see it. All right. The I edge. smooched it. I went to some photos. You and too. Yeah, they stick. Uh, they're like the Robert Redford of music. Woo! Just kidding. Don't write to me. They're good. They're fine. What about the sting? Get it? I combined them. Oh, that's fun. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, something. Something. You had to explain it. No, uh, but anyway, so I drive. I roll into Brea, California. I stayed in Anaheim, down the street from the club, and that Brea Improv, brand new. Eric Rivera was MC. I haven't seen him in a while. Oh, yeah. He's a killer. He's cute. And these shows were killer. I mean, packed out. We watched the the big fight, Kahib. Oh, really? Whichever could call him Habib, but there's a K in his name. I think it's Khabib. Yeah, Khabib. Yeah, but Bob. the guy that runs the thing, Dana White. I've never watched a fight really. Yeah, they were calling him Habib, and I'm like, is this on purpose? What's going on here? Or is well, the K a, silent? He's a Russian kook. He's a Russian hook. It was insane. Well, I don't watch a lot of UFC. I'm gonna try to get into this MMA UFC because I'm a big sports nut, obviously. And we're it's watching the good. fight. And uh, Habib Khabib wins the fight and then fucking dives over the fence and jumps into the crowd and he's fighting. Then a bunch of crazy Russians jump into the thing. They start fighting. I'm like, this is insane. I love this sport. It's great. And he's like, this is different than it normally is or whatever. It was like, you know, Terry O'Reilly beating a guy with the shoe. It's very popular. It's the most fastest rising sport of all time or some shit. I think Milbury beat the guy with the shoe. But anyways, um, but it was very exciting. Well, I remember sitting at a bar in Boston, the Green Dragon, like 12 years ago. And this guy, this bartender and a comic fighting. He's like, this will be on SportsCenter in a few years. And the guy's like, you're crazy. It's fucking barbaric. And he's like, this is going to be the biggest sport. SportsCenter will cover it. This whole thing. It was a big fight. I remember it. And then we were sitting in the green room in Brea. And then that was all SportsCenter. Like, we're live from the yeah. fight, blah, blah, blah. So that guy was right. He was a fight about a fight. Yeah. But fun times. And Sal's a killer comic. Oh, yeah? Oh, he was Murray. He has a full hour. He's got some great stories, some good bits, and he's like a real comic, and they love him. He's so likable, and he's doing the work. He's out at the cellar. He's out at the stand. He's he's running through it. Out every night. He's a real real comic. He's not just like, you know... uh, Dustin Diamond or whatever, who's no, like, oh, I fail. I'm gonna no. say this. He's a comic. He's a funny guy. He gets it. Killer guy and uh, great weekend. I went and featured for a weekend. Great ride, beautiful mountains, the whole thing. He's such a peach because I'm sure he was worried about you the whole time. He was probably going, you okay? You good? I'm sorry you had to fly all this. He's so nice. He worries about you. Yes. So, That's what have got you the gig. So I was like, I got a t-shirt and jeans. Is that okay? He's like, oh, my God. Are you kidding? Do whatever yeah. you want. He's like, say whatever you want. I was like, was that too dirty? He's like, dude, go nuts. So Yeah, he's the best. That was great. And then I just got a Throw this out there. I tweeted about it. I Facebooked. I'm trying Uh-oh. to get the word out there. Uh-oh. No, it's good. Oh, okay, great. Have you seen this movie, The Overnight? Is that the one about the movie? No. 
What it's on thinking? Netflix. The Boondock Saints thing? No, no. This is Adam Scott and Jason Schwartzman. It's a oh, comedy. Oh, I heard about it. It's like a hotel or something, a bed and breakfast. They're in a, a, a house. A sex party. House. Yes. Well, I went and saw it in the theater a few years ago, but sometimes you got to see a movie a couple times to really get the, the mm. real business. But I remember liking it. I watched it by myself. I masturbated. I thought it was pretty good. And then the other day, Sarah and I were flipping through. I'm like, oh, I think I remember liking this. You didn't see it. Let me put it on. I howled. Really? Howling. And I don't laugh very often. At the you moon? Know. Not at the moon. At the movie. Okay. Uh, and it's terrific. Jason Schwartzman, Adam Scott, they are so funny. They're both pitch perfect. It's amazing. Everything they say and do is hilarious at the whole movie. The whole movie is an hour and 18 minutes long, $200,000 budget. It's on Netflix. And I got, I'm getting nothing from them. I'm not friends with them. I don't get any right, right. Uh, diplomas. What do you call that? Residuals or anything. Uh, I just want people diplomatic. to see this movie. Dildos. Uh-huh. Go, go watch it. You'll, you'll, you'll cackle and laugh. Yeah, all right. Great picture. Hell of a picture. I, I did Conan, and they were the two guests, and that's what they were promoting. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, you were there. Oh, yeah, we talked about it. I was like, I went and saw that. Right. I don't think I was at that one. Uh, I was at a different one. But I remember you saying that, and I was like, I saw that movie. Yes, you were the one. We need a stenographer. Oh, that'd be nice. Or pornographer. We need both. Mm, they ever do a stenography pornography? That's a good Ooh, idea. Ooh, so a lady types while they fuck. She's like, what What did you... No, no, they're at the court, I think. And then she's like, what did I say? Pull it up, stenographer. And she's like, you said you want to blow me. He's like, do you? And then they fuck... I don't know, something. Oh, that's Maybe not bad. Maybe they fuck on the typewriter. All right, pornographer, stenographer. Uh, well, that's about what I have. You got another that's thing great, you want to throw I out bet. there? I love Sal. I love uh, Overnight. I love oh. fucking... What else? I forgot one more thing. Hit me. I think this is going to really tickle your asshole. So I get picked up at the Phoenix um, Airport. I don't know the name of it. I thought it was PHX. something. I think it might be PHX, but that might be their year uniform. No, that's PDX. I think PDX. Something. Yeah, boy. Anyways, PhD. I go to the. I land in Portland. I go. I'm going to get on a lift. So I order the lift, and then it tells you to go to door two south. Is what comes up on the app. So they have like a ride share pickup thing. So I walk over to door two south. Then I walk out, and it's one of these ones where there's like a road, then an island, a lonely island, if you ah, will. Ah, future island. Then another road. So it's like that little thing where like the island is for like, you know, hotel pickup shuttles. So I'm like, I guess I got to go to the island. So I go to the island, I look up, that says door three south. Then mm. there's door two south over there, and then right next to that is door four south. So you're close. But they're all on the same thing. Uh-huh. So then my Lyft driver, I can't find him. Finally, I do. I go, oh, hey, hey, you are. Sorry, it took me a moment. I was a little confused. And then this guy says, it's too simple to be confused. Whoa. It's too simple to be confusing. And I got so mad. Wait, a stranger? The Lyft driver said oh, the Lyft it. I get driver. in the car, and I was okay. like, sorry, I took me a moment to find you. I was a little confused. And he's like, this is too simple to be confusing. Mm. Which is such a dick face, asshole thing to say. Weird thing to say. Because the only thing that's worth saying is to call me dumb. Right. So then I felt good. I had a good Alan moment. I really uh, asserted. I said, well, you see that it says door two south, and what's that sign say? Uh-huh. And the guy was like, well, it says, I was like, well, what does it say? Door four south, right? Uh-huh. And I was like, right there, like right next to it, I was like, it says door two south, right there. Yeah. And you actually picked me up at door four south, not door two south. Ooh. And I was like, I also see door three south, uh-huh. right there. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? He's like, so it's oh, yeah. Order. Yes. I and he's see. like, oh, yeah, yeah, I do see that. And I was like, okay, so... It is confusing. He's like, I can see where it'd be confusing. All right. Wow. Okay. Thank you. I went, thank you. Well, you got a horrible rating. 
I'm sure I did, but what a fucking douchehead. Yeah, big cunt. Especially him being like, oh, you're an idiot. But I'm like, it is confusing. I, I felt good to put it on him and be aggressive. Where I was yes. like, what does that say right there? This wow. is the other door. He thought he was going to get away with his little douchey comment. Fucking cocks. But also, I'm like, yeah, I'm not from here. I've never been here. Yeah. So this is my first time at door two south. And he does it every day, all day. Yeah, he's a fucking asshole. But anyways, that was a fun little nugget. I felt good. lift. That yeah. wasn't uplifting. Bad lift. Matthew was his name. Uh, down vote. We always talk about it. It's, I hate these road drivers. I like the, the Middle Eastern, New York City. Yes. don't want to talk to you Give guys. Give me a quiet turban. Yes. Quiet turban. Move. All right. You got anything you want to throw Heavy in? Because we're at the end of the rope yeah, here. Yeah, I'll just wrap it up real quick with uh, Stress Factory, New Brunswick, New Jersey. You know, one of the East Coast staples. You got to do this club, you know. It's a classic. Stress Factory, New Brunswick, hour and a half outside of the city. Every New Yorker's done it. It's a biggie. They get good good comics over there. Geraldo croaked there. That's right. Geraldo yeah. died there. A lot of lot of stories coming out of the New Brun, uh, the stress fact. It's almost more like a Philly in some ways. It's mm. closer to Philly. It's closer to Philly, yeah. So me and Ian Lara. Lara. He's got a car, so I go, hey, we'll just drive out every night. So I was like, dude, this place is right here. And they'll, they'll, they're going to give me a car back and forth every night, which is nice. Ooh. But I go, I'd rather ride with Ian. Yes. And these cars, they come at like fucking 3 p.m. And you get to, you get to the, the club at like 4.30. I don't want to do that. Not a pleasant city either. There's a Chipotle and that's it. That's it. It's a sleepy college town. Not much going on. And I just don't. I like having more daytime in my home, of in course. my city. When my wife sleeps, my kids play with their toys. Yeah, so uh, Ian comes. I go, well, why don't we just fucking leave it? The car was literally coming at 4. I was like, let's leave at 6. We'll get there at 7.30. And then he texts me. He's like, the show's at 7.30. I go, oh, shit. All right, well, let's leave at 6.40 or 5.45. He's like, all right. So he gets caught in traffic. He doesn't pick me up till 6.20. Uh, mucho traffico. So now we're on 7th Avenue getting that Holland Tunnel traffic for fucking... One hour we ah. sit from my house to the tunnel. It takes an hour. That's crazy. There's the guy out there with the directing traffic with the big wand going, come on this way. He's got a vest on. Everybody hates this guy. And it's just honky, honky. And white people. And Ian. And Ian, black. So finally we get to the tunnel. Now it's like 7.15 and we're just out of the tunnel. So I, I got to text the, the, the club. I go, hey, buddy, mucho gracias, uh, but we're uh, we're, we're going to be there at 8. Oh. And he's like, oh, shit, the show starts at 7.30. So he's pissed. So now we're just barreling down the highway. We show up at 8.01. Vinny Brand, the owner's on stage. He's kicking ass up there trying to hold court. But he's he probably just got on. So we're not that late. Okay. So we finally made We're freaking out the whole time in the car. We're freaking out. He gets off. Ian goes on, rips it up. I go on. A guy is drunk in the front row. Uh -oh. I'm doing my act. I go, fuck it. This guy's drunk. He's done, whatever. And he falls out of his chair. The whole table flips. All the drinks go everywhere. Women screaming. Babies are gay. It was a whole thing. So he's on the floor. So now I got to do 10 minutes on that. Finally, whatever. It's done. We get back home at fucking 1 in the morning. Vinny talked to me for an hour about the state of comedy. Come back the next day, late again. Oh, jeez. It was a nightmare, but I go, hey, Ian, how about tomorrow? You don't even drive. Just park at my house. We'll just take the fucking 4 o'clock car and call it a day. So he goes, all right, we get out to the stress factory. Everybody is hammered. These shows are tough. Yeah, they get rowdy. I had a guy sleeping last time. Yes. Yeah, it's a whole situation there. The, the last show, we had some good sets, but the last show I counted five people sleeping in front of me visibly that I could see. Yikes. I got heckled the whole time. That's you. What's that? <laughs> 
That's, that's you. Yeah, that was all my fault. Five people. <laughs> that's insane. Insane. It was like a sleepies in there. So I go, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Then Ian, when we, Ian went on, he made some guy laugh so hard he fell out of his chair. Again? Again. A double a, chair fallout? Two chair fallouts. Jesus. It was a fallout shelter. This is like the boat and backdraft. That's uh-huh. a real obscure reference. So, uh, yeah, Ian had a joke, and the guy started laughing, and his glasses fell off. So he's laughing while reaching for the glasses and just fell. Oh he my leaned God. too far. Boy, Ian's a murderer. We had two chair fallouts. That's crazy. Nuclear and, fallout. And he, he was, like, shaking on the ground because he was laughing on the ground. So everybody's like, this guy's convulsing. So eight <laughs> people ran up to help the, the poor kook. Oh, my God. And uh, the guy's like, I'm fine, I'm fine, oh. <laughs> but he's still laughing. I think he had like a, a spell or whatever you call it. You know, you know, a, a fits or a moment, whatever you call it. Fitz Simmons. Yeah. So like this uh, military guy got up from the other side of the stage and ran over to like hug the guy and everything was fine. So just a tough weekend, but we got through it and we had some ice cream and finally got back to New York. And uh, yeah. Oh, and this is the last thing I want to say. Sunday... During the day, I take the lady out again because I feel like I gotta gotta give her Sunday. You know, I'm always gone. We're walking out. We get ice cream. We do a little shopping. We're on Bleecker Street. Everybody on Bleecker Street is honking. This is a wall-to-wall traffic on Bleecker, which is rare. We get up to the light. There's a homeless guy sitting in the middle of the street right before the light. Nobody can get through. Oh, wow. Everybody's honking at him. He's just sitting there going, ah, blow me. Fuck you. I like Robert Redford. Whatever. (laughs) He's just sitting there and... Everybody's just staring at it, and the, there's a rich guy in a Mercedes just going, hey, leaning on the horn, people behind leaning on the horn, Lena Horn. Lena Horn, yeah. And uh, so... Who is Lena Horn? Yeah, is a black actress from the uh, the 50s, I believe. Oh, uh, okay. She was very pretty. Uh, Sanford would always talk about, oh, Lena Horn, you know, she was the hottest. All right. So, uh, so finally, this guy walks up, hipstery white guy with a beard walks up and just sits down next to the hobo because nobody knew what to do. What? He just sits down next to the hobo and he goes, hey man, you all right? What's going on? <laughs> the whole time. And the hobo's like, I, I did, oh boy, yeah. he was just tattered clothes, filthy guy, older older guy. And uh, the guy's like, ah, why don't you get up and tell me about it over here on the sidewalk and we'll, we'll work it out. Oh my God, he's the bum whisperer. Yes, he's a bum whisperer. <laughs> <laughs> he's a hobo sexual. So he, he, the black guy's like, all right, yeah, okay. and But this is after like seven, eight minutes of just honking and uh, just traffic jamming. So the black guy gets up, he goes, all right. And the hipster guy goes, here, take some money. He gives him like, you know, five bucks or something, a bunch of ones. And the guy's like, thank you. And he walks off. That guy's a hero. He's a hero. <laughs> Nobody complimented him. Nobody talked to him. He never Facebooked about it. He didn't tweet about it. It was just a good gesture, good Samaritan, and went oh, on with his day. Oh, man. I bet he Facebooked about it. Maybe, but he earned it. Wow, that's something. There should be a statue to that guy in the middle of the street. Middle of the street, sat down. No one knew what to do. He had a canvas bag. looked like a real cunt, but he just sat down with the guy and went, hey, man, you, you good? What's going on? He handled it beautifully. It was And my, my girl was like, that was fucking sexy. He's so hot. I was like, all right, take it easy. He's just fucking... Wow, that is sexy. Well, but a lot of these, you know, these hipsters and, and uh, millennials, which we are millennials. Isn't that weird? I know. It's odd. Very I don't feel like pudding. one. Yeah, very strange. Pudding pop. But anyways, I mean, a lot of people, they're, they're, they're good people and they're whole I think that they're all, there's a lot of people who are just a little bit misguided, but most people are good people and they're trying to live their best lives. I believe it. I really believe yeah. in uh, humanity. We're just in a tough time and I think we're going to work our way out of it. Well, I had a really bad joke because there's 18,000 people watching all this and I go, ah, white men. 
evil, huh? I said that out loud, you uh-huh. know, and everybody looked at me like, shut up. And I was like, all right, sorry. Yeah, yeah, it's but tough But nobody likes the white men joke. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Every Everything I watch, we're all, we're all evil. So that was a fun moment, and uh, we left there, and... That was that, and we had our day in New York. Now, where are you going to be there, fat man? Well, this weekend, as you know, I keep saying, keep plugging it. Maybe it's selling well. Hopefully it's selling well. I'm in D.C., one of my favorite, favorite cities. I love D.C. I love politics. I mean, I hate a lot of politicians, but I love the, the sport of it. I'm fascinated by it. It's interesting to me. Midterms. I'm going to be the D.C. Draft House this weekend. Oh, I'm jealous. And then uh, with Matt Wayne, my pal, next weekend, Sacramento Punchline. 25, 26, 27, please come out. That's a tough market, it sounds like. Soda City could have trouble selling there. Yeah. Yeah, it's a weird location. Because San Fran is there, so it's like it's hard. It's tough. So come out if you can. I love Lady Bird. October 30th. Tickets are still available. Hollywood Improv, live Tuesdays with Stories. That's going to be amazing. St. Louis Funny Bone, November 15, 16, and 17. Dr. Grins, November 29, 30th, December 1st. And then December, big month for the gays, Portland Helium. Charlie, a regular, just good nights in Raleigh, Philadelphia, New Year's Eve weekend, Helium. Please wow. come out. Start buying tickets now. Oh, that's a fun one. I didn't know about that. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, this weekend, I'm at the, I think this comes out next week. Yeah, it comes yeah. out next week, yeah. Yeah, I'm at the Cincinnati Funny Bone with Chris L. Come on out. It's a big room. It's in a mall. I'm going to hate myself all weekend. Then Cap City Comedy Club in Austin, Tejas, <laughs> Tex-Mex. One of my favorite clubs, one of my favorite cities. That's going to be a treat. Then we're doing the live as well and uh, Improv Hollywood. Then Winnipeg. I already got a couple tweets about people coming out. It's a good room. Winnipeg. Holy hell. It's going to be chilly. Laughs in Seattle. That'll be fun. Then uh, I got a mean one in Chicago. Zanies. Uh, one of my favorite cities. Another great that. club. A lot of Tuesdays at Zanies. That's a treat. Skyline Comedy Club. Appleton, Wisconsin. I hear that place is lunch. You did your album there. Yes. Then, Way back. The old album. Old album. The white album. Pittsburgh Improv. That'll be cute. I like Pittsburgh. Underrated city. Laugh Boston. Philly Helium in the next year. And uh, Raleigh. Good nights. And we're all going to Vegas in the cellar, too. Oh, so. yeah. March 20th to the 24th. Me, Mark, Ari, Vitor, Vecchione. At the Cellar Vega. I mean, start buying flights for that shit. Yeah, that's like a, a straight white male uh, 1990s lineup. Well, Liz is flying out for it, you know. Yeah, she's going to hang. She's going to come hang, so that's going to be a, a hot Let's... diggity dog. Oh, we got to amend the live oh, pod. Oh, we're going to am- amend. The Election Day, November 6th live pod has not been postponed, but... You and me and Sam are going to be shoot doing the 9.30 show, or maybe 9? Nine. 9. 9 o'clock show at the Comedy Cellar, Original Comedy Cellar on McDougal Street. The live pod is no longer happening. No, We're going to get another date for it. But that night, keep planning on coming. Me and Sam and Mark are going to do a triple show November yes. 6th. We're going to film night. it. Yes, we're going to film it. So come out. We want some gays there. And we're going to... Uh, Need the gays. That's election night. It'll be a big stressful And we're both night. at the Comedy Cellar on October 23rd. I know. It's annoying. It's I'm at awkward. seven. You're at nine. Maybe you can come to both shows or come to one or, or whatever the fuck it is. You should do a nice little uh, package ticket. Like, if you want to go to both, you can pay half price or whatever the hell. Well, the thing know. is, they sell out either way. Yeah, so that's true. We're going right. to be fine. Well, Pick and choose and be nice. Yeah, I got uh, Louie opening for me, so... Uh, yeah, <laughs> I got Louie closing mine. <laughs> so come on out, and uh, we love you. We're gay. Yell at Chipotle. We love the cards. We love all of you. And, and tell a friend. And and write something positive. Be nice. Take care of each other out there. We got we to gotta start 
taking it back here. Yes. I mean, let's start getting along. Please, for the love of anal, and, uh, you know, drop a load on your dad's chest, and have a good night. Praise Allah. Farts. <laughs>